let's talk about mother kali today goddess kali she is the goddess of ultimate illusion destroyer she's the illusion destroyer ignorance destroyer and she can shake the ignorance that you have got in a cruel way if it has to be that way because there are times when we do not start asking big questions bigger questions so easily so it's very much required that our ignorance is shaken is stirred up in a big way so that we start asking bigger questions as to we start asking existential questions you know not so much about love and emotions and relationships and money and all that but the existential ignorance that we have that is what gets stirred up gets shaken when you have the blessings from mother kali and she is the ultimate goddess of love so much love and one can feel that love one can be in that love in that ex- so much expansive and you know i don't know how to define that love but it's very deep it's very profound and it feels as if nothing else can compare with that nobody's love no human's love can ever compare to that love it's such a kind of a love unconditional love that she showers upon those who get the diksha of mother kali the reason she is called as mother kali is because she is the goddess of kal kal means time time and space so she is also the destroyer of the illusion of time that we have got the ignorance that we have got about time that there is past there is present there is future and that everything is flowing and moving and that's how we see it that's how we perceive it so tangibly your perception of time your illusion of time is broken so many times we ask this question even the seekers the spiritual seekers ask this question as to when is this going to happen when is that going to happen so that question of when when that question of what what where when all those questions come because of our illusion of time and space okay kal so she is the destroyer of that her ultimate boon her ultimate way of showering her blessings on any seeker is that she will break that illusion of time and space for you so you will not ask these que- all the questions that you have related to what they'll be gone where they will be gone because there's no time time and space and when all those questions are gone 
because that illusion of time is destroyed. And other than that, she is love, ultimate love. Another thing that she showers or gives as a boon to the seekers is of protection, ultimate protection. She protects you not only from all kinds of disturbances that you may have during your walk, while walking your spiritual journey. People have disturbances from family members. People have people feel their path is blocked because of uh, family ties and you know relationships. People think that their job is stopping them or their responsibilities are stopping them and not letting she is just a protector in every possible way she'll protect you from all possible things and if something has somebody or something has to be removed from your path she'll remove all that she'll help you get rid of everything so it's a wisdom because your ignorance is dispelling slowly is dissolving slowly so the wisdom is from within starts working and she protects you from all kinds of disturbances when you advance in your spiritual journey then at times you face the problems from all kinds of scary beings that are there and it's the yes it's a mental projection at times but sometimes it's a real thing it's a real energy disturbance and there are spirits, there are uh, yaksh and we call them yaksh and there are other spirits and beings that can disturb your practice, your sadhana, your spiritual practice that you are doing. So beings can disturb that and Mother Kali, she helps you. In that very moment, she is the protector, not just for your own existence, she is the protector of your spiritual sadhana as well, of your spiritual practice as well. She is the protector of that. She is also the protector. At times you see some rosy things here and there. Right? When you are walking your spiritual journey, you may start liking, oh, Esther projection is nice. Oh, I feel the energy. It is nice. Oh, I feel the ananda, the bliss, and it's so nice. And you may feel like getting stuck there. You may have, you may stand a chance to get stuck with all the nice things, all the nice side effects and goodies that are happening. Say these that are happening. She stops you from getting entangled into all those things. So she is the ultimate protector of your existence, of your spiritual practice, your sadhana and the goal. And she dispels the ignorance in a very striking way. So, just to give you an example from my own life and my own spiritual uh, journey. So, when I was like 14 years old, uh, I witnessed in my town in India, one of the fastest moving express train, Karnataka Express, I think. It fell from the bridge. There was a bridge and there was a small river or creek kind of flowing underneath. And that bridge 
something wrong happened with the electric train. It was an electric train. And I was 14 years old. And that 12, 10 to 12 compartments of that train fell from the bridge. Major accident, train accident. When I reached there on second day, I wasn't allowed. My parents were not allowing me. I have created a separate video for this by the name Renunciation, Time and Death. So I'll provide a link for it in the description box and you can understand it in much deeper way. But here I'm just giving you a little bit of information about that. So there, when I reached there, there were bodies all around, dead bodies. Dead bodies, that too, horrible, in horrible dead bodies. I mean, because it was electric train, so people were burned. They were electrocuted because of the current in the entire train. So, they were horrible dead bodies. So, thousands of people dead, including women and children. And I was stunned. My ignorance got such a blow at that time. I felt in intense renunciation in, within me. And I, I just couldn't, I had no knowledge of, you know, karma, how karma works. I did not know it. And I wasn't living as an Atma, I was normal human being. I wasn't a Jeevan Mukta then, right? So I had no knowledge of uh, how to live as an Atma. It was not in my experience. Regardless of the fact that all Indian kids are taught about karma. All Indian kids grow up understanding that there is Atma which survives eternally and it's only the body that perishes, but that was not my experience, right? So, so much pain I felt and I realized that day, I asked, started asking question, why, why this, why that? Why people do so much? Why people gather so much? They do all that in their life only to die one day just like that. No goodbyes, nothing in such a horrible death. I was very angry at God. Very angry. How can God do such a thing? Ignorance. My ignorance. How can... Okay, adults are fine. They might have done something bad in this lifetime, in their life. What about kids? Five-year-old kid, seven-year-old kid, ten-year-old kid. What, what's up with the kid? What have they done so bad that they have to either be orphaned or get so many fractures in their body or their bodies are burnt. Some of them are crying here and there. There's nobody to take care of them. There's government and doctors were doing what they can, but it was a massive thing. And from then onwards, I, within my heart, I became a complete renunciate, a complete sannyasi at the age of 40. Because I started asking questions. My father told me when I was very sad and I just couldn't eat, couldn't, couldn't breathe actually properly. 
for few days after going there for and staying there and helping as a red as being part of the red cross so no matter what i did nobody had an answer to these questions if we are atma and it goes on living forever but why do i feel like i am this body now and where did everybody go why what happens to the kid why kids are being punished like this or whose karma it will be the driver who who made a mistake and maybe he made a mistake and the accident was caused so will it be his karma killing these thousand people or was it the previous past karma of these children and these adults which has made them suffer like this so there was there was no answer i started studying after that all the vedas upanishads and everything nowhere i could find those answers because those are existential questions they have to be realized the wisdom from them is not some kind of a mind game you cannot understand that wisdom from your mind it's about being in into your perceiving it that way for changing the perception of life and of reality that we see so it's a, it's like walking your spiritual journey so that's when my spiritual journey started in a bigger way in a sure short way that i was living in the world but i did not belong to anything nothing could change my intense one pointed focus from these existential questions so you see it was the dance of kali that entire site of death death was dancing there such a such a harsh blow on your ignorance such a harsh blow a lot of people they became sad and depressed for so many years some people had nightmare of that accident for so many years and lot of people have different kinds of impact but i was shaken the ignorance within me was shaken to the core of my being and that's when my spiritual journey started so mother kali can shake the ignorance not everybody has the courage to handle mother kali see people want wisdom but in a safer way people want to change their perception but in a safer way now that is not how it works nobody changes their perception nobody's perception is changed nobody's core of being is shaken until there is a hard blow a real harsh blow and sooner or later sooner you realize this easier it is for you sooner you realize that your the core of your being is surrounded by ignorance your atma is right now wearing a cover or clothes of ignorance there is a cloud of ignorance around the atma that you are and that cloud your surface level ignorance can be removed 
by studying, by this, by that, by Guru's lecture, through sadhana, through, through tapasya and this and that. But the ignorance that has gone all the way inside and surrounds the core of your being is not going to have an impact. You are not be, being able to, you won't be able to touch it. Your own ignorance, you won't be able to see that ignorance within until it is shaken in a very powerful way. And that is what Mother Kali does. Ultimately, she is the goddess of love. Ramakrishna Paramahansa, you see, and so much intense love he fell into with the goddess. So there is this, this one thing that we try to save the seekers from. Do not fall in love with Mother Kali. Otherwise, again, it's a raga that you will develop. Even though it's with the divine, that bhakti will continue and it will delay. So anytime I give diksha of Kali to people. Now, diksha of Kali cannot be given just to any, anyone and everyone. Because it's a diksha only and only for courageous seekers. Those who have eliminated the fears and raga and dvesha and abhinivesha. Attachments, aversion and fears. Those who have eliminated fear completely and have less hold of raga or dvesha within them. Only they are eligible for the diksha of Kali. So, when I give diksha of Kali, I'm a little bit selective about who I give that diksha to. I do not give diksha of Kali to just anyone and everyone who comes asking for that. So I am sorry if I have said no to you in the past or if I say no to you in the future. But the thing is, if you are not ready, when Mother Kali shakes the core of your being, if you are not ready for that, you will create more fears out of it. You will get into a loop of being fearful, then out, then fearful and then out. You won't be able to handle your fears. You won't be able to handle the existential ignorance that comes out from within you. Whatever surface level things comes out as part of the ignorance, in lot of seekers, it creates fear in them. Oh, I had no belief in reincarnation and now I realized reincarnation exists and reincarnation happens because they watched some documentary about surviving death and their religion said reincarnation is wrong or is believing into reincarnation is a sin. That is what they were taught. But when their ignorance is shaken and things come out and it happens or this get some proof or their own child starts telling them from the childhood that, okay, I was so and so in my past. So they do all the entire PhD on their child and they realize, yes, reincarnation exists, but from their religion, they were told it does not. So now there comes a conflict. It creates a fear in them. Instead of accepting the truth so the truth that comes out the truth that is being shown to you it's not easy to change your belief system and a lot of seekers get into the cycle of fears running away from it 
denying it outright. So many seekers are not, they may say that they want Kali Diksha, Kali initiation, but they are not ready for it. So let me be the judge of it. Let me decide if you can hold Kali Diksha. And let's take it from there. The mantra of Mother Kali is cream. And it's the mantra that starts, if you start chanting that mantra, it is start your, uh, you will have, very soon you will have, start feeling the energy on your Agnya Chakra, your third eye chakra that you call. This entire entire forehead of yours will have a lot of palpitations and Mother Kali may show you when you start doing Mother Kali's sadhana Mother Kali may show you her original existence which feels like galaxy which feels like you, you will not know where you start whether, where Mother Kali starts where you end and where Mother Kali starts. You will not know all that. It's beyond time and space. It's eternal. It's something eternal. And that is what she shows you. And she doesn't look like how usually she's portrayed in the pictures, in the murti or the picture of her with the tongue out and having a head, severed head in her one of her hand and a blood vessel here and there and she's wearing a uh, you know a brace um, the garland of all the skull she doesn't look like that at all the reason ancient spiritual seekers portrayed her that way was to remind the seekers every moment that she's the illusion and ignorance destroyer. Even though she is so much love, do not get attached to her because someday even that attachment will be shaken and broken. So even though she is ultimate love, do not fall in love like that. Don't get addicted to that love. Instead, focus more on her ignorance destroyer aspect. Her time illusion destroyer aspect. Focus on that. Do not focus more on that she's ultimate love. Now, if, you, if somebody is ultimate love, imagine how beautiful of an image or a murti you can come up with. A sculpture, how beautiful of a drawing you can come up with. If, if somebody or some shakti is such love, intense, intense, deep, profound, vast, expansive love, how much of a beautiful looking feminine shakti figure you can come up with. If anybody draws, if anybody creates an image like that, if anybody creates a 
murti like that and that is true to her nature actually if somebody creates a murti like that then people will just you know forget that they are walking a spiritual journey they will just fell in love with the goddess and that's her original swarupa that is her original form and that is what you feel intense deep profound unexplainable kind of love from her and that's just the beauty of it you have never felt anything like that ever in any lifetime once you get to know mother kali so that's the reason to hold off from all the attachments that you can have towards or the bhakti intense bhakti out of love that you can have for the goddess and that's the reason they have created a little horrific picture of mother keeping you reminding you all the time that she's the illusion destroyer she's the ignorance destroyer so this mantra cream you can start chant- chanting from the new moon night not full moon mother kali's sadhana spiritual practice starts from new moon ra- night in hindi we call it amavasya so from the night of amavasya when the amavasya has started it's completely dark outside then if you can choose a nature spot can go there and start chanting cream don't be scared mother kali's sadhana in ancient time and even now real seekers do it in on the dark night on the new moon night they do it in the jungle in the forest in the mountains in some nature places that to alone so that's why it is said you can do it that do that sadhana continue that sadhana after one first time when you were when you do did it in the forest you can continue doing the rest of the sadhana or for your lifetime inside your house and that is fine but first time either choose a river bank or mountain or a forest some old forest or some nature place choose something go there when around midnight or even past midnight go there sometime sometime at around during that time and be there alone and start your chanting cream now if you want to in few years you will have that aklist sanskara of mother kali mother kali will start showing you if you are ripe enough if you are ready enough if you are courageous enough mother kali will start destroying your ignorance left and right about anything and everything some people even have ignorance about relationships some people have ignorance about how sansara works some people have ignorance about how people in sansara works right how life in sansara works how life existentially what what life is who you are and what karma is what is karma who you are as an atma all kinds of ignorance from minute small ignorance about very small thing to the existential one all the ignorance can be broken if you want to skip these few years of creating a sanskara yourself you can reach out to us and i can give you the 
Kali Diksha. But let that be my decision. It's for your own benefit actually. Right? It's for your own benefit. It's not that I do not want to, you know, there are some secrets and I do not want to reveal them or that it's something secret. No, it's not. There's no, no secret about it. It's just that let me decide whether you are, how ready you are. Okay? So I can give you that diksha. Or you, if you have a guru, you can reach out to them and ask them if they can give you Kali Diksha. And then again, let your guru be the judge. Okay? It's for your own benefit. We know when the child is ready to use a knife and cut tomatoes and cucumbers in the kitchen. Or that we should just tell him every time, don't touch the knife. <laughs> right? So it's for your own benefit. So, or you can do the diksha. You can start chanting the mantra yourself. But be courageous enough. A spiritual journey is anyways for the courageous. When your ignorance from within starts coming out, it's painful. Because our belief system is breaking. We had some beliefs that were given to us in this lifetime as part of social conditioning that happened through our teachers, our parents, our uh, priests and religious people and whatnot. And some of the belief system we are carrying from our past lives. It's very strong in us, very, very strong in us. So be ready. Spiritual journey is for the courageous ones only. So some journey to first few steps can be walked by anybody and everybody. But the way it starts becoming advanced and it starts becoming more and more existential, it is for courageous people only. Those who have removed fears, abhinivesha, and have less hold of raga and dvesha within them. Okay? Namaste. Jai Shivai. Om